This morning I saw something on Twitter called Fight for 15, hashtag Fight for 15, and I was interested in what it was about. And then in talking about potential topics for today's show, Mark Grimaldi, my executive producer, had sent me an idea actually to mention and writ from the headlines. And it talks about the fight for $15 an hour, the protests that people are protesting, demanding, asking, begging for the wages for low-wage workers to be increased, to be expanded to $15 per hour. And we thought with that hashtag and what's going on in these protests that this would be the topic to talk about in this hour with you. And there are many reasons for it. First of all, there are protests nationwide. There are people out there that are in low-wage positions. They're fast food workers. They're home health care aides maybe in retail or other positions, and they want $15 an hour. Now, I've got my calculator here. Now, I'm going to do this, okay? 15 times 40 is 600, and you know you give a good amount of that to Uncle Sam, right? And 600 times 52, 31,200. You might say, well, that's really good. But then you're going to give, what, a third of that to Uncle Sam. You're still living and paying for your family, hell, even yourself, at a very, very low level. Right now, we have seen people protesting everywhere. In Boston, they weren't just at memorial services for the anniversary two years ago today of that Boston bombing. When you go to Boston University, there were signs being held and students joining other protesters. A lot of students who know they may end up in these entry-level jobs, yes, even with a college degree. They're also, you know, not just students and students supporting these fast food restaurant employees and other workers who were marching yesterday and supporting yesterday and some of those protests continuing today. So these low-wage workers, especially the majority of those in the fast food world as workers, are calling for $15 an hour. Today... They're picking up more and more allies. The momentum is, is uh, rolling along and is spreading, and that's not just because of a hashtag on Twitter. Here are some other areas where people work in low-wage position, entry-level position, lower-wage, entry-level, minimum-wage positions, airport workers, home care workers, Walmart workers. Oh, by the way, even adjunct professors, I mean, some of these, like, teaching assistants, these are people that are joining this fight for $15 protest. These protests are taking place across our great nation, and organizers say, are calling this the biggest ever mobilization of workers in the United States of America. Now, this campaign is being spearheaded by a great union called the Service Employees International Union, and it actually began three years ago in 2012. Today, organizers say protest for higher pay, and union for low-wage workers are planned for more than 230 U.S. cities and college campuses, as well as dozens of cities overseas. In Chicago, courtesy of WGN, you saw Fight for 15 in a rally stage at McDonald's in Gresham. In Jackson, Mississippi, 30 people demonstrating at a McDonald's before being kicked out. Organizers said about half of them were actually the workers from McDonald's. And one of the lead demonstrators was arrested for trespassing, trespassing excuse me, and police said the store manager said he plans to press charges. There were protesters who rallied outside of McDonald's in New York City and, and planning for more demonstrations throughout the day. 
The demonstrations got an early start. It happened yesterday in Boston. There were several hundred people, including those college students I tell you about, low-wage workers, and supporters of these people who gathered for a rally. And then in Detroit, there were protesters. They gathered in the evening inside a McDonald's. Organizers say three employees walked off their job as part of the protest. Now, Kendall Fells is organizing director for Fight for 15. And Kendall said McDonald's remains a focus of the protest because the company's recently announced pay bump shows fast food workers already have a de facto union. He said, quote, it shows the workers are winning. Now, McDonald's earlier this month, after a lot of protest, a lot of heat, a lot of press, said it would raise its starting salary to a dollar above the local minimum wage. And we say local because there are cities like Seattle that have already upped their minimum wage. And give workers the ability to accrue paid time off, which was not the case before. By the way, my very first job, I had to say I lied, I was 15, not 16, was at McDonald's. It marked the first national pay policy by McDonald's and indicates the company wants to take control, not of its employees as much, but of its image as the Golden Arches employer. Now, this move only applies to workers at company-owned stores. By the way, that accounts for only 10%. They have more than 14,300 locations. A lot of McDonald's are privately owned franchises. They're not company-owned. Owned franchises. So that means McDonald's is digging in its heels over a central issue for labor organizers. And that issue is whether it has the power to set wages at these franchise restaurants. McDonald's, Burger King, and Wendy's say they don't control the employment decisions at these privately owned franchise restaurants. So the SEIU is working to change that and hold McDonald's responsible for labor conditions at franchise restaurants in multiple ways. And that includes lawsuits. Hats off to the SEIU, awesome union, for doing that. Now, in an emailed statement, McDonald's said it respects the right to, quote, peacefully protest and that its restaurants will remain open today. In the past, by the way, only 10 to 15 McDonald's workers out of about 800,000 have participated, so they didn't feel they needed to shut down. In a recent column in the Chicago Tribune, the CEO of McDonald's, Steve Easterbrook, described the company's pay hike and other perks as an initial step. He said he wants to transform McDonald's into a modern, progressive burger company. And by the way, there are a lot of companies that want to do that. Carl's Jr. is serving grass-fed, hormone-free beef, I kid you not, and not just here in Cali. But that transformation is going to have to take place in the form of more than food choices or decor. Have you ever noticed how slick some of the Starbucks and, hell, what happened to Wendy's? I walk inside, I thought I was at a spa when I went with my kids the other day. Um, But the transformation is going to have to take place because you have, and rightly so, labor organizers continuing to rally public support for low-wage workers. And ahead of the protest this week, there was a study that was funded by the SEIU, and this is what it found. It found working families rely on $153 billion in public assistance a year as a result of their low wages. So the idea of that, oh, I'm a freeloader sitting on my fat ass with my handout entitlement picture the Republican right wing wants you to believe is a lie. There are many people on welfare who have a job, but they don't make enough to feed their families. They don't make enough to pay for health care. And many, if not most, of their companies don't provide it. 
They don't make enough if they need to take a day off from work when their kid's out of school. Sick. Or for a week for spring break. Maybe they don't make enough to pay for the person that picks them up after school if they're scheduled for hours that aren't as desirable as a parent would like. Remember, we talked in the past about Walmart workers who had a food drive for themselves. Because, and think about it, in front of Walmart. You know, if Marky Mark Grimaldi, my executive producer, and Andrew Tomedy, my assistant producer, and all of my other crew, Wendy Carisco, my publicist, Elliot from my agent and attorney, Debbie Greenbaum-Weiss, my affiliate relations director, um, you know, George Vasilopoulos, my website designer, uh, Stacey Stanley at Marketing Beach, you know, who does adver- uh, you know, marketing for me, uh, Gary uh, Schoenfeld and all those other great folks at AdLarge. If all of them, my employees who I pay, and the woman who takes care of my kids when I work, lovely Martha, if all of these people were in a position where they had to have a food drive because I paid them so low, I couldn't show my face in public, never mind, put my name on a sign. Plastered across America, as Walmart does. And McDonald's. And Burger King. And the list goes on. So, $153 billion of that public assistance money goes to people who have jobs. They don't have their hand out. They're working. They're working hard. They just can't make... They're not going to put them, they can't work more than 40 hours because God forbid, they can't even work up to 40 hours because God forbid somebody give them insurance. They can't work over 40 hours because God forbid somebody pay them overtime. So they sort of need welfare to be there overtime. But they're working. They're not lazy asses sitting around with their hand out eating Haagen-Dazs and watching Netflix, binge watching day after day. Is there some abuse in the system? Absolutely. But the overwhelming majority of people on welfare need that money, whether it's their only source of income or an additional source of income. Now, already organizers say that the fight for $15 is changing the way people think about low-wage work. And we're seeing this not just on Twitter. We're seeing this in polls. We're seeing this in action that local cities, towns, and governments, and in states are looking at or looking at adopting. Last year, more than a dozen states and multiple cities raised their minimum wages, and that's according to the National Employment Law Project. Walmart Stores, Inc., which has also been targeted with protests for higher wages and better treatment for workers, also recently announced pay hikes. Maybe this food drive started to get to them. Robert Reich, who is a former labor secretary and a professor of public policy at the University of California, Berkeley, a lot of times if you listen to NPR, you hear him and he posts a lot on Facebook. He said stagnating wages... For lower-income workers are also helping change negative attitudes about unions, and it's about time. Unions are a positive force. Look at, the hi- look at the history with what unions have done for this country and for the American worker and the working class. He said, quote, people are beginning to wonder if they'd be better off with bargaining power. And when you're fighting against golden arches and you're screaming for 15 and you're getting a buck an hour and you still got to get welfare, you need that bargaining power behind you. So let's talk about this. The hashtag on Twitter is Fight for 15. We are hashtagging our post today, and I wish you'd join me there. Follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall. But better yet, call me. In your opinion, whether you're in a low-wage job, you're an employer, you're rich as hell, 
You're on welfare. Should the minimum wage be raised to $15 an hour? And if it was, wouldn't more people get off welfare, which you think would make the Republicans happy? Happy. Should the minimum wage be raised to $15 an hour? 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. I think absolutely. Would more people get off welfare if it was? Absolutely, when you know that $153 billion are paying people with jobs. Now, I told you about that study by the University of California, Berkeley, showing the majority of households, majority of households receiving government assistance are headed by a working adult. So in other words, I may collect something, but I'm working. I may collect something my husband's working. You understand? Does this blow to smithereens your previous thoughts about welfare recipients? Be honest. Do you think of welfare recipients as freeloaders sitting there lazy with their hand out? Because that's how they've been depicted and portrayed for a long time. But it's not accurate. You gotta fight for your right to You gotta fight for your right to protest. You gotta fight for your right to get paid $15. We gotta have the song remade. And I know just the people to do it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you play air guitar. Why don't you guys try it, right? I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back. Only True Democracy in Talk Radio of Four and by you, the people. Uh, let's get to the calls. Go to Charlie in New Mexico, line five. Hey, Charlie, good afternoon. Hey, Leslie, absolutely. $15 an hour, absolutely. And in fact, that's not really enough because when you look at the original uh, minimum wage when it was passed and the cost of living increases, $15 doesn't catch up. Okay. And uh, I have yeah, to ask, people, people, a lot of people are going to think and assume that people who call me today would be the beneficiaries of this. Are you absolutely in a, not. Are you in a job that pays more than $15 an hour? Yes. And are you in a position to pay somebody that or no? Are you just somebody else's employee? I am in a position to pay people 15 plus. I never pay less than 15. Good for you. Um, And, and, you know, there are people out there who think, hey, if you're flipping burgers and dropping fries into some hot oil vat that you don't deserve 15 bucks an hour, what would you say as an employer? Hang on. Answer that after this quick break. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back to you, buddy. And we're back. I'm Leslie Marshall. We're talking about the fight for $15 an hour protest throughout the country, trending on Twitter, and we want to get your take at 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. That is our number. Uh, Before the break, we were talking with Charlie in New Mexico. Charlie is a business owner. Charlie said he always pays at least $15 an hour. Charlie, thank you for holding. Welcome back there on Line 5. And and Charlie, um, before the break, I asked you, I'll ask again for people just tuning in, uh, there are people out there who say, hey, look, if somebody's flipping burgers and they're you know, dropping fries, they shouldn't be making over $30,000 a year. And some of those people feel that way you know, who have degrees and come out you know, for $30,000 a year as even you know, a law clerk before they've passed their bar, as an example. Right. So, so for folks that feel they don't deserve it, can you, can you say why they do? Yeah, I mean that's a that's a let's let's say it's a moral question or an ethical question, whatever. But let's look at it at it economically. If you pay somebody, uh, you know, a minimum wage, they're going to be on the dole, which we have to pay. So, at what point do we, you know, require the business owners to actually support the people who are working for them? So, you think it's a good way to reduce the number of recipients on a social program such as welfare? Absolutely. And therefore, we're paying less in the long run. 
Absolutely. In my opinion, we should be go- the, uh, our government should go after Walmart, McDonald's, any of these companies that have you know a, a large number of their employees, you know, who are getting money from you and I, the taxpayer, because they're not being paid by their owners. I know a McDonald's owner. He had a house worth probably a million and a half, and probably. $800,000 worth of cars when he was 23 years old. He can afford to pay anybody whatever the hell they want. Uh, Leslie, one other thing, if I may. We have other corporate welfare. Uh, most people don't know that the NFL and the other sports uh, leagues are nonprofits. They pay no taxes. That's not okay. Okay, um, I would agree with you. What about people that say, but wait a minute, do we want our government going after, A, the private sector, and B, what about those individual franchises owned by yet another um, individual, uh, not a huge corporation like McDonald's, but that small mom and pop, you know, the small business owner? You know, we hear about small mom and pop all the time. I just mentioned somebody who at 23 years old owned a McDonald's and made an incredible amount of money. So, you know, instead of using words like small mom and pop, let's, let's look at the actual numbers, first of all. Secondly, most of these people are working for large corporations, well, not, not most necessarily, but those who are working for large corporations like Walmart, the Walton family is unbelievably wealthy. Why are we subsidizing the workers who work for Walmart? Okay. Very, very, it's a very good point. It's sort of like, wait a minute, they're your employee. Why do I have to you know, join in helping here? Um, and, and there's a lot to be said, not just for what you're paying a person as far as how they produce as an employee, but, you know, there's a level of dignity. You know, there's a pride somebody, you know, feels when they buy that first house or, you know, they can put food, uh, you know, on the table for their family. And I, I, think, it, I think it would have a positive effect all over. Uh, second reason marriages end in divorce or, you know, financial strain and financial issues. Maybe it could improve our nation all around. Uh, thank you for the call, Charlie, and thank you for being a great employer. Uh, it's admirable. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Massachusetts on line one next. Entrick, am I saying your name right? Good afternoon. Hey, you got my name right. Thank you. Hey, and Trick, how you doing? What, what's your take yes, on this? My take is a little different than uh, the one that the, the gentleman just before me. Um, I actually don't believe that we should be paying people fifteen dollars an hour to flip burgers. You don't. Uh, you don't. Why? 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 Well, one reason is because what the job entails. I mean, it's flipping burgers for that sake. You know how much? You know, it, it, do we not remember our own history? We have no manufacturing in this country right now because we overpay people to do menial tasks. No, 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 no. We have less manufacturing in this country because we have cheaper products that we buy from countries like China. We have, we, we, have, we have less manufacturing in this country because we as Americans decided that something that falls apart in the wash made in China after one, two, or three washes was worth the 10 bucks rather than sp- spending the 20 or 30 on a made-in-America product that had better quality and lasted longer. I beg to differ with you. Here's the situation. You had a guy driving a Ford forklift. He's making $45,000 a year, right? You're buying a pair of Gap jeans that that are that are costing you forty to fifty dollars. It's the same quality of the same jeans that you have that you get from China. Yeah, they they subsidize their work, rather they they exploit their workers. But 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 here's the situation: those jobs that they used to pay really well are not here anymore. They're overseas. If you keep if you charge fifteen, well, those jobs don't pay well overseas. That's why they have them there. They don't pay well. How much is that burger going to actually cost you? So what but wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you something. Let me, Entrick, Entrick, hang on, hang on. Entrick, I'll give you your time. Hang on. 
you had mentioned the jeans at Gap. Just hear me out, okay? If you're going to pay the same for the the jeans, 40, 50 bucks at Gap, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you rather pay for the jeans made by an American who you know are not chained to their workstation, who you know are making a decent living wage and contributing into your society and your economy and not that of a communistic nation who has huge and gross human rights abuses? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do we you want, about- no, you can't. You're going to answer that, then you ask me a question. Don't answer right. a question with a question. First of all, would I want to? Or do I like to yeah. But do America want to? Not, not at all. I disagree. I think I think if I think if people saw no, I disagree. I think if people saw where their products were made or where their food came from, they would change their ways and habits as consumers. They can care less, and you and I both know that. No, I don't agree. I don't, sweetheart. I live in California. People care about their consumerism out here. You live in a world that's completely fantasy. I'm telling you the reality of it. I used to work. Wait a minute. If my world is if my world is fantasy. Then why is there a push nationwide to buy made in America? If my world is fantasy, then why do Americans want their food labeled, where it comes from, and what's in it? Listen, if I I worked as a butcher, I worked in a slaughterhouse. I've seen how our food is made. All right, they've done enough documentaries on chicken, yeah. on beef, and all those different things, and shown all of the misuse and abuse, and no. One cares. Everyone's. I, if no one cares, wait a minute. If nobody cares, if, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Entrick, hang on. Get, take a breath. Take a breath. If no, take a breath. If nobody cares, then why do we have more Whole Foods in this country and in supermarkets like that? More labels that say organic. Higher consumerism and consumption of organic foods, non-GMO. Uh, no hormones, no antibiotics, steroid-free, grass-fed, uh, cage-free. Uh, the list goes on. Why are people buying these products if they don't care? Let me ask you a question. No, you stop wouldn't... asking. Answer a question with a question. Didn't okay. your mother and your teacher teach you that? Come on, answer right. my question. Let me, let me ask you a question. No, me, I want you to answer no, me. You didn't me answer me. You me did, no, answer it because you don't let like my question because it proves no, me no, right. No, 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 I really do like to answer your question. Let me ask you a question. No, I, but you gotta, I can't, I can't you, answer your question until you answer my question. I said, let me answer your question. That's what I said. That, right? Okay, I'm sorry. I thought you said ask. Go ahead. Answer your question. I, your whole foods are coming up, yeah, and organics are doing okay. And all the other things that you mentioned have, have their people that buy from them. But the majority of people, because I understand how it is to be poor, the majority of us who are poor, don't have the money to buy organic food. We don't have the money to buy that type of food because it costs way more than the regular food that you get that has pesticides. Most of, most people that I deal with on a regular basis are middle income and low income people, and they would you know they can't afford an organic chicken. They can't afford a free range chicken because that free range chicken is. is but you would be you wait a minute you would be surprised at how many people are buying that because they believe it is better they believe it's better with for their kids we do many of us have a keep up with the Joneses mentality and if they sell it at a place like Walmart it it it, it leaves the shelves almost in Costco it leaves the shelves very fast. How come there's more of the other stuff still there when I go? And Leslie, let me jump in. This is Mark, the producer. What if you raise the wage of those people you're talking about who can't afford that stuff? Wouldn't they be more likely to spend that but money? Again, 
you're looking at it from, from, from just from the wage point of view. There, there's also a cost analysis that how much is it going to cost you if you raise each person? No, exactly, Mark. Thank you for that. But, but, but Entrick, this is why we need to have a higher livable working wage so these people can make better food choices for them and their children. But could you haven't given me a chance to say my piece? If, if, if there's going to be a dialogue, just like you're telling me to hold, hold my horses, let me say what they're going to say. Right? You guys look at you guys are only looking at it from the point of raising wages. When we're not looking at the other part of it. How much is it going to, how much is it gonna cost more when you raise your wage? And then what happens when people stop buying or stop going to fast food restaurants because they can't afford it? Then Oh wait a minute, Entrick, I'm laughing. You're you're actually laughing. You're, you're making me laugh. You're making me laugh. So you're saying wait, no, no. You're saying Boy, you should be in my family, I got to tell you, because everybody in my family yells and interrupts each other. I'm from Massachusetts, so you're making me homesick. But anyway, here, here's the thing. If you're telling me that people are not going to be able to afford mm-hmm. what is now a 99-cent burger because it might be a dollar two or even a dollar eight, I'm laughing. Okay, I, I, I am laughing, buddy. And just so you know, the dollar, the, the dollar menu is starting to be phased out in, in Walmart and those, those different places. I mean, in, in Burger King and, 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 and McDonald's. I'm saying to you, it won't be a dollar, too. McDonald's it, it will never go out of business as long as we crave high fructose syrup, cholesterol, fat, and salt. Then you know what? Then all the rest of us should go out of business. And then we'll start from there. Well, wait, wait, I, I, but I want to ask you something. You pay taxes, right? Huh? Do you pay taxes? Oh, heck yeah. Okay. So do you think that when more people are on the welfare rolls that your taxes go up to pay for that? No, 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 no. Entrick, oh, God, if you were my husband, I'd put a muzzle on you. I got, I got to tell you, you're not answering my question. Do you think that you pay more in taxes when programs have to be funded more? Yes or no? Yes. Right. So let me ask you, would you rather the employer pay a higher wage? We pay a few more cents on that burger at McDonald's, which is a whole different topic because I don't think you should be eating that many of them. But and then your taxes would be um, steady or might decrease because we would have less people on these programs. You and I both know our taxes will never decrease. It'll never decrease. I don't care what anyone tells you. Our taxes will never decrease. It'll never decrease. So no. you basically, you basically feel, you basically, feel, you want somebody who's flipping, you want somebody who's flipping a burger to not be able to feed their family, to have no hope, and to keep eating the crappier selection of food at Walmart and Costco. Period. Right? No, I'm saying that 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 we need to look at it from a different perspective. We need to develop better jobs for people to have, so they don't have to work at McDonald's and Walmart. Because now we become a service nation instead of a nation that makes them. We have plenty of quality jobs. The highest number of openings right now is not in entry level; it's in Silicon Valley. The problem is not everybody can afford the secondary education to get that. Oh, and President Obama is proposing free community college, but I would imagine you don't like that idea either. I love that idea. You do. We okay. agree on something. Enter well, a pleasure. I'm an independent, and I, and I believe in the fact that, that, that people need a hand up. I get that. But all I'm saying is, is that we can't continue to look at it from, from, from one alpha. We need better jobs. And guess what? Silicon Valley is too far away from where I live at. We need more jobs here. We need to have more. We, we need to have jobs that's going to pay people a fair wage so they can live. We need to have affordable housing. So and you think minimum wage is a fair wage? 
But you just said don't pay them more. Entrick, do you understand your walking contradiction this afternoon, my friend? I, I know. I, I never said minimum wage is a fair wage. What I said was that you said that somebody is, flipping burgers should not make fifteen dollars an hour. Should not be paid fifteen bucks. Okay. That, that, should that, somebody that, helping a terminal? Should somebody who is a home health worker helping a terminally ill child or adult be paid fifteen dollars an hour? Again. Those are hypotheticals that, that no, that, that I'm asking. Those are, are No, those are low wage jobs. I'm asking you. If you're saying somebody who flips burgers doesn't deserve that money, I'm asking mm-hmm. you. Does a home health worker who is assisting somebody with cancer, let's say, do they deserve that? They deserve more, but but who's paying for it? The person, the, the home, the, the person who's died from cancer. Who's paying for it? Basically, but what I'm hearing from you is you want to pick and choose who gets more money if you think that the job is is meritous as long as you don't have to pay for it. I'm saying there are jobs that that, that each of us have worked. I've worked at McDonald's. I've worked at Burger King. I've worked at a lot of different jobs. There were menial task jobs. I went back to school, got my education, and and, and developed myself so that I can make a better wage. All I'm saying is, is that those jobs are entry Bottom, bottom of the barrel jobs. You have got to. If you want to advance yourself, you either become a manager at McDonald's or you start working. Well, not everybody. Can, but wait a minute. But then the re- that's you know what? I appreciate. I appreciate your call. I appreciate your call. I appreciate your call. Um, because I have to move on to others. I'm not trying to be mean with you. And I got to take a break. Um, not everybody can be the manager at McDonald's. Not everybody goes to McDonald's for a career. And and maybe somebody who's working there part time. Because they don't have childcare and need to be there in the morning before the kids go to school and be there after when their kids come home from school. Maybe they, they couldn't be a manager simply because of the time that it would take to be a manager. Let's get back to the phones. Maria's in New Mexico, line two. Hey, Maria, good afternoon. Welcome. Good afternoon to you. Hello? Hi. Hi. What's your take on this, Maria? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, I totally agree with the $15 minimum wage. Okay. I mean, Why? people need to – I totally agree with the $15 minimum wage and perhaps more. I mean, people who people who work, whether you're cleaning floors or flipping burgers, you're working, and you should get paid a decent wage. You should be able to take food home to your kids and not have to work three jobs in order to make ends meet. Okay. What about what about an earlier caller who said, you know, we're not going to be able to afford to eat at McDonald's? I don't think that's true. You know, if you're, you know, I don't know why. I don't feel sorry for McDonald's if it's going to bust into their profit margins because they make enough money as it is. They're greedy. Yep. No, they make tons of money. I don't think it's going yeah, to bust. Yeah, they do. And I don't think it'll bust into their profit margins because God knows how much of a markup we're paying on that burger already. Exactly. They're not losing exactly. money when they put something on the dollar menu and then take it off and then put it back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, and it, and as far as, you know, if they have to unionize to get it, I'm all for it. I'm, I mean, I'm, my I'm father, for it too. And my father, I grew up in California. My father worked for the grocery stores, which back in the 60s and the 70s, they were all union. We had... He made a decent wage, so my mom only had to work part-time. We had these, we had good um, medical benefits, and, um, you know, now he's got a pension. And you know what? I'll go do that myself, girl. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> so, with, I mean, no, I'm, with, I'm with you. I mean, you know, I think part of the problem is our society has placed flipping burgers 
you know, as being menial, a task that's menial, and we, you know, look down our noses at it, and we shouldn't because, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I remember a neighbor of ours, he stocked shelves in the supermarket his whole life. You know, he worked hard. He, he had a house. He provided for his family. You know, a exactly. couple of his kids went to college, and, well, you know, and he was happy. Not everybody has to work on Wall Street making millions to be happy, and believe no, me, he, a lot of those people, you don't get – I've been rich. I've been poor. i got to say, rich, rich you, have le- you have less worries when you put your head on the pillow. I don't want to say rich. I've been very comfortable, and, I, and I've been less comfortable. I shouldn't say well, poor. I've been really poor too, and right now I'm comfortable. Um, yeah, this is and comfortable, and comfortable is better. You don't need to be rich. Just knowing you can pay your bills and that you exactly. don't have collectors calling you, right? That yeah, that exactly. gives you and, peace of mind. Um, you know, for people who think, well, you know, why should they make as much as me? Well, you know what? If they're, it might cause their middle job, you know, thing to go up too. Their middle wages to go up. It, you know what? There's a domino effect, but That's in what I'm saying. There's yeah. a domino effect. I mean, I'm a nurse. I don't think I get paid enough for what I get, what I do, but I do it, and, you know, and I, and I work with the people that, you know, like you say, clean the floors there in the hospital, and, do, and they, should get paid, they should get paid a decent wage. I feel for them. All right, Maria. Very admirable. Thank you for your call, um, and especially because she agrees with me. It's admirable, right? I'm so sorry for those I didn't get to. I know some of you were uh, holding patiently. Dr. Chef and Michael, two examples that were up next. Uh, sorry we've run out of time, but please call me tomorrow. I'll be here same bat time, same bat channel. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola Energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola Energy. Energy you want, taste you love.